March 23rd, 2021. Today we cast a hexagram on solitary confinement in the digital age. Now, casting a hexagram, I once said this to a Christian lady and she confused it with some sort of satanic ritual, which it is not. It is the I Ching. It is consulting the I Ching, which is an ancient Chinese oracle. I've spoken about it before on this program. I treat it very seriously. I only, I cast hexagrams rarely. They're extremely entertaining, so sometimes it's hard not to, but I believe that it, it's a sacrosanct behavior, and I think it can lose uh, intensity and meaning when it's consulted too much. The reason why I did so today on March 23rd was primarily because yesterday I found a loony on the floor of my house. I'd been looking for an extra, a third coin to make, to complete my coin casting set to keep in my spiritual room. And I found this loony. And the reason why I knew it was the, the right coin was as I was bending over to pick it up, the, the year 1989 just flashed in my head. I knew with certainty that this loony was a 1989 loony. I couldn't see the date. I had to even turn it over to see the date. And it was, and as soon as I realized that, I took it straight to the spiritual room. I held it in my hand for a while. I placed it with the other two coins, which I'd been keeping in my Virgin Mary book just to stay pure. And voila. I cast the hexagram today. I was going to record it live. I was going to, um, I record this program on my desktop computer. I was going to take my laptop into or near the spiritual room and which I don't really like to have technology in and record the process. But I, I was worried that, I mean, recording changes. The, the consciousness of being recorded changes everyone, including me. And I didn't want the awareness of um, exhibiting a persona to interfere with the, the, the coin casting process. It's, it's quite a... It's quite an involved procedure, the I Ching, and we're going to walk through it on this episode. But, uh, you know, I do, I generally try on this program not to exude, not to consciously exude some persona, but I do, I'm sure I do. I'm sure I am right now being recorded. Um, anyway, so I think it's a, what, what, the way the I Ching works, the way it works is uh, when you consult it, you ask it a question. There's many ways to consult it. You can use yarrow stocks, beads, coins even just constant, true concentration towards a question, which is how I consulted it earlier on this, on this show, um, towards the beginning, I guess the beginning of February, uh, and that was a just intense energy. So I, I, I cast the hexagram thinking of a question and then you, whatever, you, but back then I was just hookam naming the I Ching because I didn't have the right amount of spiritual coins. So today, and then that would be one answer. But I always find that the casting of the coins, because you have to cast, you have three coins and you have to cast them six times. And then you record the results and each combination, whether it's heads, 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 tail, 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 heads, or tail, tail tail, tail, those are the four possibilities. They each refer to something. 
and you 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 document these six you, you draw lines you draw a line on a piece of paper which you'll see in the picture to this episode each question each talk each coin toss you think of the question you have to come up with a question to ask the eaching one question you focus on this question you pour your energy through your palms into the coins as you're focusing the more sincere generally the better your answers will be um, I know I was very sincere with this one, and I know I'm terrified to find. I'm terrified to read the answers. I haven't done it yet. I wanted it to pro, I wanted the broadcast uh, this simplex to be as. That's a word I learned, by the way. Simplex. It means a one-way communication. I wanted the simplex to be as raw as possible. So I am going to look up the answers to the questions I've just asked. I've just done, I've just completed the ceremony and I'm really feeling the energy and I'm quite scared. I'm, I'm, I'm quite scared because it's, it's in a sense, it's a question that's at the heart of my well-being, my happiness, everything. And I will read the question that I asked, it was this. And I wrote it into my, what is right now, my, my notebook, my sacred little notebook, given to be my, my little, my little one. So it was 03232021. That's actually the date, March 23rd, 2021. But that's cool too, because of the way the hexagrams work. All those numbers, 03232021. And the question I asked was this, what are the underlying causes leading me to drink alcohol? And will clearly identifying them lead me from anger to sobriety and peace? Obviously, I tried to cram a lot into that question. You're not supposed to make them too complex, but you're also supposed to make them raw and sincere. And that felt like the most raw and sincere um, kind of problem or unresolved issue I'm having at the moment. And so I thought I would ask that question. And for a second there, I thought I was, if you get tail, if you get heads, I'm sorry, tail, tail, heads, you draw a straight line on the page. If you get um, head, head, tail, you draw a line with a gap in it. And then if you get tail, 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 or heads, 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 you draw either, those are called changing lines, because in, in the I Ching, it says that things are, when things are so extreme, they automatically change to its opposite. So if you get a hexa, if you get, a, if you cast your coins, and you get either tails, 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 or heads, 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 you kind of have to count that as a changing line because it's so extreme a response to your question on that time that it means it also has the potential of being of changing to its opposite. I hope I've made that clear. In the book, in the I Ching book I, guideline I, I, I've been using, this is what taught me, and it's, it's amazing. I bought this for like a dollar in, a, in the middle of a Stockland Rockhampton. Um, just in the middle of like a sidewalk, so they had this big table full of cheap books on them, and I bought it for a dollar, and uh, I've used it many times, and it's really been miraculous. Methods of casting, it goes over, it gives you all a little read-up on all of the hexagrams, it tells you what to ask. I'll just read you this, because like, what you want to know when you consult the I Ching, sometimes you'll have to go through a fairly lengthy process before you are clear about the information you need. There are right and wrong questions to ask of the I Ching. Your choice of question will greatly affect the type of answer you receive. It takes a lot of work with the I Ching in order to master the art of asking correctly formulated questions. You may encounter several layers of assumption, 
and confusion before arriving at the question you clearly wanted to ask. So that's what I, today I sat down after my yoga, I drank some cha, I read my Tolstoy, which was an excellent one on private property. And then I consult, then I thought about, and I thought about my question and like asking from the heart, the question you ask should come from the heart rather than the head. They need to be related to topics in which you have an emotional involvement. If you ask a question out of intellectual curiosity only, do not expect the I Ching to answer with any clarity. If there is no depth of feeling while you're asking questions, it is likely that there will be no depth of wisdom from the I Ching's answers. This does not mean that all the questions should be serious and philosophical. Some people believe that if we ask questions merely to satisfy our curiosity, the oracle will not answer. What matters is not whether you are curious, but how much your heart is involved in the question. If your curiosity comes from an innocent and sincere place, the answers are likely to be more accurate than you expect. Even if you do not know much about the I Ching, if you ask questions sincerely, it is not rare to receive really significant answers. There is great value in playing with the I Ching in a childlike way with spontaneity and innocence. The I Ching answers questions as spiritual masters do. It is not the depth of the questions that attract it to the answer, but the depth of your presence. If you are not present in the questions, why should the I Ching be present in the answer? So I just want to say that I was extremely present in this ceremony. And um, I, my question, I was every time I cast the coins, it was I was deeply asking. And so and the hexagram I came up with, there was one changing line in the hexagram, which means it can be read two ways. Every hexagram can be read two ways. You read it without the changing line. I remember the, the changing line comes from a, in my case, it was tails, tails, tails. It was the last one I threw. The first one I threw was tail, tail, heads. Second one, tail, tail, heads. Second one, tail, tail, heads. <laughs> or sorry, third one, tail, tail, heads. Fourth one, tail, tail, heads. Can you imagine? I thought I was going to get all of the same. And then I got heads, heads, tail. And then I got tails, tails, tails. And now the first, the first way to read this hexagram is um, as fire over heaven. And the second way to read this, the heaven one stays the same. And the second way to read this one is as thunder over heaven. Both of these ones make me nervous for some reason. I'm nervous because eaching the answers and the question I asked, what are the underlying causes leading me to drink alcohol? And will, and will clearly identifying them lead me from anger to sobriety and peace? So I guess I kind of, it's just the presence of my question. I guess that obviously is two questions, but anyway. I'm gonna go grab the I Ching now that I've been cat that I have used on this program. There's various versions, but I'm gonna to try to I'm gonna to try to I'm gonna consult that one first, or maybe I should you know no, I'm gonna consult this one in the book that I've been using to cast them. I'm gonna use consult because it, it'll just give a different reference of this one. So the first my first reading was Fire Over Heaven, I think. So let's look that one up. I'm gonna read that first. I just want to make sure I'm reading Fire Over Heaven. That was the first reading. Okay. So let's find it right now. Fire Over Heaven, page 14. And then the Chinese word for it is Da Yu on page 123. Hexagram 14, page 123 is, if Jeremy Stewart were here, he'd already be telling you what hexagram 14 is. <laughs> Probably. Anyway, I have to look it up. Dayu, possession in great measure, abundance. So I asked it, what are the underlying causes leading me to alcohol and will 
Um, and will clearly identifying them lead me from anger to sobriety and peace. And it says, this hexagram comprises fire over heaven, the fire above being naturally the sun shining over the land, while heaven below indicates an inner strength with outer clarity. In this radiant situation, obstacles have melted away to allow the manifestation of magnificent prosperity and abundance. In this atmosphere of clarity, we can confidently do the right things at the right time to ensure a fine harvest. Such bounty, however, will have its drawbacks unless it is accompanied by a commitment to maintain the harmony that initially created this time of prosperity and peace. That's sobriety. The harmony that initially created this time of prosperity and peace. The primary danger to which Dayu alerts us is the pride that often follows on the heels of success. Arrogance will lose friends, gain enemies, and undermine the foundation of our achievements. Similarly, many have frittered away both their gains and their support through the self-indulgent pursuit of luxuries. In contrast, remaining humble and generous in the midst of plenty allows for continued growth and increased respect. Remaining humble and generous in the midst of plenty allows for continued growth and increased respect. Wealth and personal power are both increased when these are seen as responsibilities rather than mere possessions. Great success occurs when we are in harmony with the cosmos. And for the brief reading for my changing line was line six. And my, uh, my brief reading for the changing line was higher powers appear to be on your side. This is a sign of a good oven, a double starred level of auspiciousness. So that's the first hexagram. That's hexagram. Fire over heaven. Yeah, Dayu. Now the second one, it changes to, now this one could be dangerous. This is where I'm a little scared. The second one says, it changes to thunder over heaven. With the changing line, it changes to thunder over heaven. Thunder over heaven, thunder over heaven is Da Zhuang. Da Zhuang, hexagram 34, thunder over heaven. Da Zhuang, page 143. Let's see what this one says. This is the second reading of my hexagram. Both are relevant. 143. Okay, 143. Da Zhuang. Or Ta Tashuang. Tashuang. The power of the great, increasing strength, attributes, ascending energy, responsible use of force. This hexagram comprises thunder over heaven, suggestive of the rising movement of storm clouds, and more generally, increasing power. Da suggested of the rising movement of storm clouds. Da means great and Zhuang means strength. The combination of thunder's motion and heaven's strength is reflected in the hexagram's appearance. The four lines suggest ascending power. The four yang lines, that's the four solid lines at the bottom, the four yang lines suggest ascending power as if the holy yang lower trigram is extending its influence into the upper. Da Zhuang's message is the opposite of the preceding hexagram's suggestion of withdrawal, which is one that I got last year. I got withdrawal last year when I did one here. 
That was the day before they learned about my history. I did this one and it said retreat disengagement. That was my hexagram last year. Before yet, okay, the opposite of the preceding hexagram suggestion of withdrawal. It states that this is a suitable time for positive advancement when our energy is like that of an adventurous young man eager for action. The challenge is to develop the right type of strength and to know what to apply it to. Excessive force and overconfidence are dangers in such periods. Flexibility, openness to advice, resilience, and perseverance are all requirements of effective power. Without sensitivity and moral integrity, the most powerful person is unlikely to create fruitful results. The truest power is seen in those who possess it, but do not wield it carelessly or unnecessarily. In business dealings, Ta Chuang emphasizes ethical strategies. In relationships, it warns us against precipitant actions, such as an impulsive marriage proposal. More will be gained through patience and consistent kindness. Yeah. Well, went a little over time today, but thank you for listening. Those are the hexagrams for March 23rd, 2021. I love you and good day.